just think about that song. We, we, in the Bible school, we're going over spiritual authority and just talking about um, how all our fulfillment is in just being obedient to God's will and um, saying yes. <laughs> A lot of our fulfillment is on the other side of us saying yes, you know. Um. All right, so today we're going to, we have, obviously we have a new topic. We're going to talk about sound effects. I've been um, advertising that we're going to talk about this for a while. And the Bible says, uh, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Yeah. Hosea 4, 6, I believe. It says, uh, and so, 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 if I could be honest with you guys, you know, our job as pastors, leaders, or whoever's behind this pulpit is to offer you that knowledge. Uh, after you get that knowledge, the choice is yours. You know, the Bible says, I set before you life and death, blessings and curses, but he, he says, uh, he hints, he says, choose life. Yes. And the thing is, nobody can force you or make you to choose life. Uh, we had the Bible study fellowship earlier this, uh, this week. You know, a question was asked about, you know, different alternate lifestyles and things of that nature. And what we said is, you know, you know, Christians sometimes get a tough rap because we're trying to honor God's word. But we don't hate nobody. We love everybody. But as you come through the doors, it, okay, so you walk through the doors or either you walk through the doors because you want to be a Christian or you are a Christian. You're claiming Christian. You think you're a Christian, whatever the case may be. But the bottom line is, if, if, uh, when I was living in Ohio or, or, or New Jersey, I think I was, it was New Jersey, I'm a New Jerseyan, Ohio, I'm Ohioan, and, and Charlotte, you're Charlottean. I just make up your own stuff, all right? <laughs> all right, so, but, but when I live in Christ, guess what? I'm a Christian. Amen. I'm a Christian because I live in Christ. I'm not a Christian because I acknowledge Christ, I talk about Christ, I heard about Christ. You know, I quoted some scriptures that I thought Christ shared. I'm a Christian because I live in Christ. And so, so now how do I live in Christ? So I live in Christ because once I'm born again, so this is where the rubber meets the road, right? The scripture says in John, it says, you must be born again. And Nicodemus asked, well, can I go back into my mother's womb? And be born all over again? He says, no, no. He says, that was when you was born of water. He says, so you must be born of water and of the spirit. So just like you were submerged in water and you was birthed into this earth realm, you got to be submerged in the spirit and be birthed into the spirit realm, right? And so he said, you must be. Like, there's not a whole lot of you must be's in the Bible. But for you, for born again, you must be born again. So, so this is in our world culture, why do we need to be born again? Because we were born in this world of sin and shaping and iniquity. That sin and iniquity affects different people different way. Some people get caught up in, in different lust. Some people get caught up in different fears. Some people get caught up in different angers. Some people play off of sexuality versus spirituality. And so when you come to, the, to walk through the doors of the church, we're offering you the born again life. Not to conform to the world life. You see what I'm saying? So, but, but again, if you decide to be conformed to the world, we're not going to beat you with a whip. We're not going to kick you out of the church. We're just going to keep offering you what it takes to be born again. The Bible says be transformed what? By the renewing of your mind. It says be not what? Conformed to this world. Right? So, so, so listen, and, 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 I, and I know different churches teach accommodating messages or comforting because it's about population, but we're about people. 
And so being about people, we have to give you the truth. That's what frees you. Now, the truth is it's not comfortable. I don't even like the truth. Let's just, just for the record. I don't like the truth, but I love the truth. I don't like the truth because I don't like how it feels. I love the truth because I like the results, right? I don't like going to the gym lifting weights because of how it feels. I love going to lift weights because I love the results, right? And so, so here, please don't convert every message into what you're trying to say or you're trying to put me down. You are measuring yourself when you do that because I don't know where you are. I'm offering you God's born-again truth, God's renewing your mind truth, what it takes to live the kingdom life, not the worldly life. Does that make sense? And, and again, I have to share with some flavor. Or like, you know, you go to sleep if it don't have no flavor to it, right? And I have to believe it. Because otherwise, you're not going to listen to it, right? If it came across like I'm guessing. So, James, I think if you try this, it might work. Man, you ain't going for that, right? So, it got to be real to me, right? So, it's going to come across with some confidence. But it's not coming across like I'm better than you or what's wrong with you, you idiot. No, it's coming across because I believe it. It's real to me, right? If, if, If these guys that come out and work out, I'm, like, when we were going over the drills and, and, and how to flick that wrist, I, I stayed with you, right? Right? But I showed you how to do it, too, right? Because it's real to me, right? Well, how to step back, how to cross over, how to put it behind your back, how to work on a crossover. It's real to me. How to bend your knees and shoot. It's real. And I'm just as passionate about that. But I'm not saying, like, you can't do that. What's wrong with you? I didn't do that, did I? And I always write, dry it out, hey, you haven't done this before. The two-ball shuffle drill, <laughs> right? You had, they hadn't done it before. So I said, hey, hey, it's better to do it slow right than fast wrong. Ooh, that's good. Right? So master it slow first. So I showed them how to do the two-ball drill, drop the ball, put the other ball over. Ain't that right, BJ? I can get two balls now. BJ, show you how to do it. Drop the ball, put the other ball over. But then I show how, how it was going to be speeded up, right? Right? Same thing in this Christian life. I'm just showing you the steps it takes for you to get what you say you want to be a Christian. Okay, why is he going through all this? Because I know what I'm going to talk about today. <laughs> you could take it like, oh, God, he's taking something from me. I'm not taking nothing from you. I'm getting something to you. Right? Now, you will have choice after you hear the message, right? And, and even if you don't make the choice that I believe is going to benefit your life, we're still going to love you. We've already proven that if you've been around the church for a long period of time, right? Because everybody has not been obedient to the word, right? How many hands of people have not? No, no, don't, don't put your hands. Don't put your hands. <laughs> I won't do you like that, right? I'll say stuff like that for class. I'll do that in class, right? All right, so <laughs> all right, so let's get into what we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about sound effects. All right, and and um, we're not we can't talk about sound without talking about music, right? Right, and so uh, sound, music, uh, frequencies have an effect, right? Right, um, and and actually the reality is, is this. I'm gonna help you out. Music is a relationship, whether you see it or not. Um, and this is the thing. Uh, 
you may like having this particular relationship. Uh, you may want to just enjoy it. You know, like with music, I just want to enjoy it, right? Uh, I just want to relax with it, right? I want to be inspired by it. So you have what your desire was. You ever get into a relationship and you had a desire going into the relationship? So you might say, this, this, this is going to be my knight in shining armor, right? Or, or this is going to be the young lady that everywhere I go, everybody's going to think I'm special and she's going to kiss the ground I walk on. I don't, I don't know what your philosophy was, but you went in with a picture, right? But you ever go into a relationship with a picture and the other person has a different picture? But you don't find out till years later? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Right? All right, so it's the same thing. You can go into music. It's a relationship. You can go into the world of sound with you have a picture. But guess what? What you're going to find out through this message is the other party has a, has, has a desire too. Right? And so even though you have an intent, you got to understand in every relationship, you got to find out what's its intent. So that's what, that's what, that's what we go through premarital courtship. We were talking about how uh, with premarital courtship, we was talking about like, you know, so when people are younger, they go, ah, no big deal. We just date. We're just hanging out. Yeah, but there's an intentional way to do that too. There's an intentional way to protect yourself. Like you don't offer your heart until, okay, I'm a guy. So I'll tell all daughters, anybody this. You don't offer your, 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 your heart, your emotions until there's a commitment. Because now you may not be able to get your emotions and heart back and still get no commitment. Right? Right? So, 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 so you, got, you want to find out intent. Right? And the thing is you let a guy put himself on the line first. I know guys are messing y'all up, right? But I don't really care about messing y'all up. We're talking about lives here. Right? And, and see, if you don't understand some, I'm not saying all music, some music intent, you don't understand the purpose is to blind you. The purpose is to weaken you. The purpose is to possess you and to control you. Right? Uh, hold on a second. Let me see. Uh, do a little audible here real quick. Hold on a second. Is my mic back here? Oh, here it is. I'm about to sing and tell y'all, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm not singing. Who said all right now? <laughs> Who's that, James? You like to ride, always trying to give me set. Uh, Alex, I need you for a second. So this is my nephew here. And so, you know, different mic? Why is that? Oh, because it's on the same freak, my bad. So what could I grab? This one, black and blue? All right, so this is my nephew. Some of y'all have met him, and some of y'all have not met him yet, right? So this is my brother's uh, only son, right? This is Alex, Alex Bradley, and, uh, you know, he's been coming around lately. But Alex's background is an engineer, right, and production, right? So you produce some, some professional artists and stuff like that, you know? Uh, so, so... So we had this conversation about frequencies and effects and how it's used by artists in, we'll say, secular in the world culture to, to actually do stuff to people, right? Or to, to get them to do things, right? So talk to me a little bit about that. Is it on? It's on. Hello, hello, hello. First of all, I just want to say, how you doing, Air? Is everybody, is everybody all right today? Is everybody having a blessed day? You, you, hey, you about, you, about to, you about to spit a rap? <laughs> <laughs> 
He, I'm sorry, I forgot that. He, he also, that his background was rapping. Too. Uh, just a um, couple of things. Um, me and my, um, you guys as pastor and my uncle was talking about, um, I, I have a background in uh, songwriting and engineering. So um, to give y'all an example, we would submit, we would submit records in, uh, to the label and it would be a back and forth situation. And sometimes they would come to us with, um, with notes in the music, like as far as the, um, sometimes the instruments usually, uh, like you guys need to, you guys need to lower the frequencies a little bit uh, for this and that. And it kinda, we kind of wonder what it was. So we did our research and it's, um, it's, it's, it's things in the music and, and, and they have like certain like um, metrics and like standards for uh, certain uh, instruments and genres of music where, uh, you know, they, they like, they, they need it because it sends, it sends a frequency, it's a process, it sends a frequency through, through the ears into the brain and it, it, sets, it sets certain moods inside your body. So certain, certain um, genres that you, that, that you hear now that's um, coincidentally <laughs> the most popular and the most um, influ influential is filled with the, 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 neg the most negative stuff that's going on in our communities. And it's, it's no coincidence. It's, it's in the music. It's starting from the music. That's the base. It's a lot, this is what you don't know, but that's why everybody sound the same nowadays. Thank you. Appreciate that. Good assist. No, nah, that's enough for right now. I, I might get you back. <laughs> All right. So, so I wanted him to share that um, because he just shared something. He said, here, they would submit music and they would say, oh, 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 no, 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 no. We don't approve this yet. The frequency is not low enough. Right? Because the lower frequencies, that's darkness. Right? That's sadness. You know, so, 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 so we have, we can't control them with that frequency. frequency. Now, we need them buying and buying and buying and buying and buying. We need them trapped, right? We'll get into that in a second, right? And so he's saying that. Now, again, he was in secular music. You're offering secular music, and they're saying, no, 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 no. You, for lack of better words, I'm going to say it this way. It ain't corrupt enough. And so we listen to it because it sounds good, right? And we think it's okay because it sounds good. And then we wonder why certain things are happening in our lives, but we never look at the music. But the whole time it's influencing us. The old Pie Piper. How did the Pie Piper get all the kids to follow? It's music. You, you, see, you play around as a little cartoon. But you ever ask yourself, why is, do they have this cartoon with a Pie Piper, a grown man, having kids follow him? What you don't know, know, don't know that's a true story. He, wasn't ha he didn't have them following him to play games. But then you got people just, the Pied Piper, that's cute, right? All right, so, so again, you have to understand what his intent is. So, and, and like I said, is you never commit to a relationship, whether it's people, music, drugs, church, without knowing their true intent. You, you want to find out the true intent. So a lot of times you get mad at people, but they're showing you their true intent. But you keep, you're still looking at it through your lenses, right? You, you, you're, you're chasing someone to commit. People that care about you, you don't, you don't have to chase. 
I met her. I, 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 I engaged her in five months and married her in ten. She didn't have to chase me to commit to her. You know, uh, it was the 21st of next month. 21st of next month would be 29 years. Right? She, she don't have to chase me to commit. Right? And so, and, and if you do that, you won't find yourself getting into a trap. Now, there's all different things. So, so you, got, you got trap music, right? <laughs> right? But, but, but think about the statement. What is the statement saying? But see, the, 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 the culture understands a lot of times we're so ignorant and stupid, they can tell us what they're doing and we'll still walk into the trap. I mean, look on the, look on the side of the cigarettes. It's telling you it's going to kill you. And people, spit, people pay for that poison. Right? So the same thing, the music is telling you already. Right? But sometimes we're not paying. I just like the beat. Is the beat saying something, nephew? Is the beat saying something? The beat's saying something, ain't it? Like when, when, when you have a beat, is it, can, can you speak through beats? Yeah. You just say, yeah, you can speak through beats. But yeah, nah, I just got the beat. I'm not listening to the lyrics. First of all, the lyrics are saying something to you because you ain't paying no attention to it. And the beat's saying something to you too. Go get a jazz collection and let that saxophonist, if he good, you'll be singing along because it's saying something. Now, I just listen to jazz because it ain't saying nothing. Okay. All right, so, so this is the thing. You, you don't want to get trapped. And, and how you get trapped in the music, because it sounds good, but it has a different intent. Just like a, a trapped relationship. You know, the person looks like they're one thing, but they're really something else. That, that's where it originated back in the day. Now it's, it's pretty blatant, but, you know, a guy would meet somebody he thought was a young lady, but it wasn't. So he would get trapped. Right? You know, now, now, they don't have to trap you. They just, you know. <laughs> you okay, back? You okay? <laughs> you all right? All right. So, 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 and this is how you get trapped into a, a, a bad relationship with people and with music. Because people sound good. Right? How do you get drawn into bad situations? It sounds right. Right? It's, now, how, how did the person abuse you and you make, made up with them? Because they sounded like they were sincere. So, so, so they sound so good, you're ignoring the reality of what they do every day. I'll repeat that. They, it sounds so good, you're ignoring the reality of which you, the results. Right? Well, what was it? What's, what's it, the thing? Uh, catfish? So how do these people have these long relationships? Because of what they're hearing. <laughs> so you get trapped into a bad relationship because they sound or look good but have bad intent, right? Right? And so, so you have to watch this because sounds are, are more important than we realize. Like you have... Uh, so so in, a, in a demonic world, the Bible says we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. So there's hierarchies of demons. The weakest demons are the more aggressive. Just like a, a scared dog barks louder. A dog with a lot of heart, he ain't saying nothing. He wants you to come behind that fence. He's smiling the whole time. No, no, come on through. No, that's cool. No, no, no. No, I'm one of those friendly dogs. 
soon as you come through, he's going to bite you behind, right? But the scared dog doesn't want you to come behind the fence, so what is he doing? It's the same thing we do in our lives, right? People will be barking a lot because they're afraid, right? Right? Aggressive sound. That's the weakest demon. Now, this subtle voice, we're not talking about God's still small voice. You're talking about the subtle voice. That's that deceptive high-level sound. It's deceptive, right? And it, it, it's, it's soothing to the ear to draw you in, right? Now, all this, uh, what we're going to realize through this teaching, is, of course, we've got to hit music because music, you'll see why we're, we're, I had to discuss music or I will discuss music. But I'm really talking about sound. Our ability, God's ability, our ability, and what's happening in the world now, right? So, so we're going to discuss the sound of life, right? The sound of life. Let's go here to Genesis. And so, so I watched the, the, uh, I watched the overconfident rebellious folk, right? I'm going to say overconfident. It's the overconfident rebellious folk. That's what, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm doing. So overconfident, rebellious, but they're almost operating as if they're making their own choices because they can't see that they're being influenced, Amen. right? Yeah. It's subtle, right? So Genesis 1, you know, this is how this all started. So Genesis 1, 1, Genesis 1, 1, right? Pretty easy for us to find, right? It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, now, now I want to walk us through, we go through this in Bible school, in the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. He basically just crystallized everything that's about to happen all the way to Revelations now, in one sentence. Right? Right? In the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. So he just crystallized it. Now he's going to give you a breakdown. And it says, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now God sees the darkness and the void. Right? So, like, we see circumstances, right? What's God, first thing that comes out of his mouth, man, it's dark, it's void. No. Verse, verse 3, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. So, God saw darkness, but he used sound to speak light. So, he used his ab- creative ability to replace what he didn't want. But his creative ability can only go into operation when sound comes out. You can have creation on the inside, but you got to speak it into the atmosphere. You're snared by the words of your mouth. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, right? And so, so, so here he spoke things into existence. So if you, if you drop down to verse 6, now, now, this is all creation. And God said, let there be a firmament, Right? in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters, right? Verse 9, and God said, let the waters under heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. Verse 11, and God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, grass, bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit, tree yielding fruit after its kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so, Right? Verse 14, and God said, let there be lights in the firmament. Verse 24, and God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping things. Right? Now, he did all this God said, right? He spoke sound and created, right? Look at verse 26. 
And God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Right? So God spoke us into existence, but made us in his image and after his likeness. If, if the Bible stops right there, what is, how are we made? What's his image and likeness? He, he's a creator. He speaks things into existence. He uses his mouth to, to produce sound, to affect matter, to manifest things that didn't exist. We were made in his image after his likeness. If you look now, we're speaking to things and lights are coming on from sound. I, I don't want to skip, but I just want to, I want to get into that. So, so, he, so he spoke to the void and created creation. Now, Genesis 2. Let's go to Genesis 2, next chapter over. So after he created man, he did something. Verse 7. And the Lord formed man of the dust of the ground. Look, look. And he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, sound. And man became a living soul. If you study that out, man became a speaking spirit. There is no other creation that can speak and affect what goes on but us. If you don't know that, that's why uh, sin corrupts us. It clouds us. We don't know that. We'll be saying things and not knowing it's affecting our life. Do you realize when you curse somebody out, you're cursing yourself? Because you're snared by the words of your mouth. That's why the Bible says out of the same mouth shouldn't be blessings and cursings, right? right? But we don't even know this stuff, so we just be saying anything. Like, I didn't know. When I was young, I used to say everybody has good luck, and every once in a while they have bad. I have bad luck, and every once in a while I have good. That was how my life was. I'm the guy that, I'm the commercial. I'm the guy I finally save up enough money to give me some Adidas. So, but I have, I got to have white on white. Everything was white on white for me. So, 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 but you can only get them at a particular store and you hope they had your size. So I go to the bus stop and it just happened to start pouring down raining. I put up my umbrella and the umbrella blows away. Right after the umbrella blows away, the bus comes by. That's not my bus I'm catching and splashes water all over me. So I'm drenched. I'm freezing cold. I get on a bus, travel all the way to the only store that has the Adidas, hoping they have my size. Guess what? They don't have my size. I'm freezing. Right? This is what happened. Right? But what was I saying? I had bad. Matter of fact, while I was on the bus, they probably ain't going to have them. I know they ain't going to have them. They never have my size. And guess what? They never have my size. But I'm saying it. And then when it happens, I go, see, I told you it was going to happen. I never thought I spoke it into existence. All right, okay, okay. Just, all right, just stay with me here, all right? Let's look at uh, Psalm 33. Psalm 33. And, and be patient with the teaching, all right? Don't run from the teaching because you're like, ah, it's going to take something from me. Get the information and then make a, a quality choice, okay? Right? Because you don't want to be running from truth that could be freeing you from all the craziness. Right? Why would you run? Just get the information. Like, you don't have to make a commitment to find out about something. So you don't have to commit to change nothing right now. I'm asking you to commit to get all the information. Right? Can we do that? 
So Psalm 33. <laughs> Psalm 33. Hey, this, it's going to be a lot of information, too. I've been researching this stuff for years, so. Because I was hooked on music. I lived for music. I scheduled my, my college classes around music. We had a master mix that came on 98.7 Kiss and WBLS, and it was the DJs that played in the club that, that I just left the club at probably 8 o'clock that morning to get to class. And I would go schedule my classes, and the professor would say, okay, you got this class on Tuesdays, Thursdays at, from 12 to 2. I said, oh, no, we can't take that class. Now, I didn't tell him why. I said, I can't take that class. The master mix come on at that time. You crazy? I went to sleep every day with a 200-watt Toshiba system that I put together on 10. Full blast 10. That's, why, that's how I went to sleep every day. Right? That, that, so everywhere I went, I had music with me. Back then we had Walkmans. You know, they don't have those now. But I had the little Walkman. I had Walkmans with equalizers. And everywhere I went, I had music. You never saw me without headphones in my head. I spent $300 a week on albums. Those albums ended up in his dad's house, and I'm sure they was a part of some of his mixes, <laughs> right? But phenomenal collection. I traveled Philly, Philadelphia. I traveled New York, everywhere to get the classic music. You know, we, we didn't want no popcorn, so it couldn't be scratched, right? Right? So what I'm saying is I lived for music. A theme followed me everywhere I went. All right, okay, I just, I'm just trying to help you out here. All right, so Psalm 33, uh, 8 through 9. It says, uh, Psalm 30, I gave you Psalm 33 already, right? All right, 8, 8, 9. It says, let all the earth fear the Lord, have reverence for him, is what that's saying. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him, right? It says, it says for he spake sound, right? And it was done. He commanded and it stood fast. God spake, and it was done. He spake, and it was done. Right? Even, even when the Scripture in 1 Corinthians 14, 8, when it says, when it talks about uh, if a trumpet gives an uncertain sound, who shall prepare for battle? It must articulate a clear battle cry. So, so when, it, when, it, when they played those trumpets, people knew, oh, it's time to go, or it's time to retreat. They just couldn't be playing the wrong note or the wrong tune or the wrong frequency. They had to articulate clearly the sound of, let's go tear them up. But suppose somebody played the wrong note. You run out there by yourself. <laughs> you run out. <laughs> oh, nah, nah, I'm not with y'all. Like, <laughs> right? So, so it had to be articulated. Uh, uh, let's go to 29, Psalm 29, since, we, since we're in the area. So, so, so we're made in his image, and I'm talking about God because this is what's in us. This is our ability. Verse 3 and 4. It says, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. Look at verse 4. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. So it, it does what it says it's going to do, but nothing can stop it because it's so powerful. This is the voice that's in us. Right? Ezekiel 43.2. Ezekiel 43.2. I want to give you a lot of scriptures so you can search them to see if what I'm saying is so. Okay? 
uh, Ezekiel 43.2. So we know God spoke things in creation, right? We know that. We know God is powerful, right? His word is powerful. He made us in his image and after his likeness, right? Uh, Ezekiel 43.2, gave you a little time to get there. I'm going to just read for the sake of time. It says, and behold, the glory of God of Israel came from the way of the east. Look, his voice was like the voice of many waters, and the earth was lit up with his glory. Just, just because of God's voice. Now, the interesting thing is, let's go to Isaiah, Isaiah 55. I just want to show you why we're snared by the words of our mouths and why life and death is in the power of the tongue because we're speaking spirits. God made us in his image and after his likeness. So we're taking something very valuable for granted. That's our mouth, right? And then we're, we're not feeding ourselves with the word of God so we're speaking the things of the world. So the world is actually flipping the script on us. They're feeding us things in repetition so we can say what they want us to say. I mean, Alice, that's music, right? I feed you the music over and over and over, and after a while, you start, look, you start speaking the lyrics. So you're speaking what I want you to say, not what God wants you to say. When I, when I worked in corrections, we, we, we used to wake up, and this was, this was my line when I woke the kids up. Turn that radio off. There was no radio. You know what the radio was? They were quoting all the rap songs that they heard. All the ride or die rap songs, right? And they locked up. And this is what they would tell me. They said, this is what we would do. Our whole ride or die mentality was this. We would listen to the craziest music, get smoked some blunts, get smoked out, and then we'd go do a drive-by. We just wasn't going to do a drive-by sober. We needed to feed ourselves with the music that was going to influence us to go ride or die. It was all about the music. And then it was still in them when they would get locked up. Like, like nobody had to t- sit them down and go, you need to learn these scriptures. You need to learn this music. No, no. You listen to it over and over and over, you can use it. You, you, you just know it. it. You just, I remember Sugar, Sugar Hill Gang, we used to say that thing all over, over and over and over again. Is it Kumo D, how you like me now? It was just it's stuff that just be coming out of us. Grandmaster Fly is like, like that's old, 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 you know. But, but, but same thing in Biggie and Tupac era. People's, like you got people, professional newscasters and sportscasters quoting Tupac and Biggie. More than they quote the Bible, like Tupac said. Okay, I guess we should just roll with that then, right? Why? Because they listen to it over and over and over. You're, you, you got flavor now as a sportscaster if you're in a certain culture, if you quote Jay-Z or somebody, oh, you, you, you got flavor. He knows Jay-Z. But see, when I grew up, you were a wannabe. Don't get mad, but that's what you were. <laughs> in my culture, you were a wannabe. You, weren't, you didn't have flavor. You had a, why don't you just be who you are? Stop acting, pretending. All right, so anyway, let's, <laughs> Isaiah 55, 55, 11. It says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it will accomplish what, that which I please, and it will prosper in the thing where I sent it. So God's saying when my words go out, it does 
what, what, what it says it's going to do. When I said let there be light, to this day we wake up and we see light. Light has never stopped disobeying what God said. Because once that sound went out, everything in the atmosphere, all matter, had to respond. Light had to submit to what God said. And, and it's been expressing itself in obedience ever since. Everything around, when Jesus cursed the fig tree, once he spoke to that matter, the fig tree had to wilt and die. Because everything in existence understands how to obey the voice of God's word. So when we speak the voice of God's word, everything's supposed to obey. That's why demons obey, because they take on human bodies and they take on matter. And when you speak, they actually have to submit to the voice of God's word. Because the angels hearken, listen with the intent to obey to the voice of God's word. Demons are fallen angels. The rules don't change just because they're a demon. They got to hearken to the voice of God's word. When that sound goes out, whoa, whoa, what? I'll bind you up. They, 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 they have no choice. Right? But remember, my people perish for lack of knowledge. A lot of times we don't have knowledge of what we have access to. We're speaking and saying things like, like, you think the whole low self-esteem is cool? You're going to keep saying things against yourself. That's not good. You're going to be snared by the words of your mouth, held captive by your own words. The scripture says in John 6, 63, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So he's saying, I'm giving you all types of nourishment to make sure you can prosper in your life. Meditate on the word there and I do all this written there and then say you make your way prosperous, then say you have good success. Because what he knows is man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. All of God's sounds. When we drink and eat God's sounds, we speak what? God's sounds. We get God's results. So all this other stuff that we're absorbing is infiltrating God's sounds. I just talked to the, the, the youth. I worked in youth ministry, and they were coming. It's like, since I'm Minister Bradley, man, I, I just can't feel that music. I said, of course you can't. I said, you, you've been brainwashed through all the music you listen to, and you think you're just going to come in and calibrate yourself to hear God? You're on a different frequency with the music you've been listening to. And then now you try to... Connect to God. I'm in a crisis. I pray, but God didn't answer. No, God's still talking. He's been talking the whole time. You're on the wrong frequency. Because you've been listening to stuff that's changed your frequency so you can't pick up God's signal. Because you've been influenced by the wrong sound. Right? So, so, So the scripture says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks sound. So, so if we got God's word in abundance, that's what we're going to speak. If we got the world, in, listen, it's like gravity. You don't have to do nothing to be subject to gravity. We've talked about that a thousand times at the church, right? You got to do something to fly, right? You don't have to do nothing to be fed the word of the world. I taught a message uh, in Ohio. I think I taught it here, at least a piece of it. Who's got your ear? The Bible says, don't walk in the counsel of the godly, nor stand in the way of the sinner, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but just delight shall be in the law of the Lord, right? 
And then the law should you meditate day and night. What do you say? Don't walk in a council. Council. Who, who's counseling you? Amen. Who's got your ear? That's, you're living out what, you, what you're hearing. Yeah. Like I, 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 wait, what you trying to say? I go to a devil worshiping church? No. What I'm trying to say is if you don't go to God's church and get God's word, word is being fed. You sat at the restaurant. You watch the TV. You watch the movie. You listen to the music. It's all counseling you. It's feeding you information. And you're going to speak it out. Like I told you, those kids were speaking the rap out early in the morning. And they locked up. They had no radio. They were speaking out what they absorbed. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. When you speak and you don't know who you are and your identity, where'd you get that from? You're going to say you got it from yourself. No, what you watching? What you listening to? It's influencing you. It's trying to pervert you, twist you. And the whole time, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, do you want, I, I taught on subliminal messages. You know, parents normally leave kids alone with their games, right? Half of y'all don't even know what's on the games. But they have subliminal messages in the games. What does a kid know about it being a Mason? I know I said Mason. What do they know about it? Nothing. Look through some of the games. There's Mason signs. There's Illuminati signs. There's all types of images being sent to them. There's all types of sound. There's, there's a theme in the game. It's saying something to their heart. But they innocent. I got them. Boom, boom. I got them. Boom, boom. The whole time they're being fed other stuff. They're distracted by the targets when the whole time their heart's being targeted. See, see, it's all subtle. And they hope we're so busy, we're too busy to pay attention. Oh, that's cute. It's animated. <laughs> it's animated. Bugs Bunny was animated. Bugs Bunny ain't say nothing like a child. Go back and look at it. None of his statements was kid statements. <laughs> yeah, nobody thought about that, right? Bugs Bunny was not a kid. All his words, I mean, come on, you got a, a, a five-year-old watching Bugs Bunny. They don't know what he's talking about, <laughs> right? So, so again, what I'm saying is like, we gotta, we gotta be more sensitive to the sounds we're absorbing because the Bible says, uh, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man speaketh out of his heart, so is he. And normally we, we speak what we absorb and we absorb more than we pay attention to. So we, we uh, so, so, uh, bless her heart. You know, my mom for years was diagnosed with paranoid schiz schizophrenia. So we used to take her out. We used to go to the store. So my sister took her out one time. And she was like, so my mom asked for, I'm just pick, pick anything. And I said, she, she asked for, she says, well, could I get uh, these shoes? She was like, what are you talking about? Like, why would you, what do you want shoes? No, they're on sale. She's like, mom, she, you know, because of the schizophrenia, you tripping. She's like, no, the shoes are on sale. Well, what it was is, while they're walking through the store, my mom was listening to all the announcements. And she heard the announcement that the shoes was on sale. So she picked up stuff that nobody else was paying attention to, right, because it was coming through. You ever sit into a restaurant and all of a sudden you start singing a song? Because it's playing. Have you ever gone to a silent restaurant? 
a silent grocery store? So you're getting counsel all the time. Something's being fed into you. Are you flushing it out with the things of God? Oh, y'all mad at me. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. So, so, we, so, so again, keep, keep this in mind because, because we're living in this life and sometimes we're, uh, we're trying to excel. So God sends angels to excel, help us to excel. Right, but the adversary has angels that's trying, called demons, that's trying to stop us, right? But whether it's God's angels or the demons, guess what? They hearken to the voice of God's word. Psalm 103, uh, verse 20, right? They have to hearken to, hearken, listen with the intent to obey. So angels are not uh, distracted. They're, they're dialed in. They're listening with the, what are my directions to obey? Because they're bored if they don't have nothing to do. And so for us, they're listening to the Word of God. They're listening to us, our prayers. They listen to our agreement, our confessions, so they can assist. Right? But guess what? The demons is looking, listening for doubt and unbelief so they can stop us. So God showed me this one time. Uh, I read a book called Angels by Charles Caps, and how he was saying how you're getting angels harking to the Word of God. So, so I got this visual, I got this picture almost like, so you're, you're moving to do things, and when you speak God's Word and you speak by faith, that's like, you know, left hook for uh, a jab for the angel. But when you go, I don't think that's going to happen. That's, that, that's like a right hook for the demon. So, so the more you speak what God says and you speak what you believe and you speak by faith, the more you're assisting everything that God's designed to help you in your life. The more you're in doubt and unbelief, you're assisting the things that are trying to take your life out. Right? Because, again, you stand by the words of your mouth. There's a book called This Present Darkness. It's a novel. It's a Christian novel. It's a powerful book. You got to get past the first 60 pages or so because it's talking about all the characters. So, so it's this young lady named Sarah. She's going through stuff. So, so it shows you what's happening in the spirit realm. So she's having an, arg- having an argument with her dad. She walks away from the dad. So the, in the spirit realm, there was a demon of complacency all, all, on her, all, all, all over her. No, no, I'm sorry. She walked away from the dad, and the dad was like, well, can't nobody talk to her. So he, he wasn't, he wasn't going to follow through. But it showed a demon of complacency was on his back. He kind of just let it go. You know, complacency just says, man, why bother? But then he said, you know, I think I should, I, I think I should go after her. So when he started to go after it, showed that the demon put his talents in the ground and was trying to hold on. Long as he did opposite of the demon's influence, the demon couldn't stay attached. Then it showed another guy. He was going into a, a, a bar, right? So he's going into the bar and, and uh, no, no, he sees a guy he's ministering to go into a bar. So he goes and he's about to go into the bar. So there was two angels with him all the time. And so when he goes to step into the bar, one angel grabbed the other angel and said, whoa, whoa, what you doing? He said, man, we can't let him go in there. Look at all those demons. He said, yeah, but it's not enough prayer coverage. We can't go in there. And so in, the, in, in, the, in the, the story of the book, as the young lady's going through stuff, there were people at church praying for her. And so, so was, the, the book is climaxing where the demon's about to pounce on her, take her out. They were trying to mess with her mind, had her paranoid at the house. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with nightmares, hearing voices. And so she's trying to break through, and people are praying for her. So the angels are going to try to help. 
the demons are trying to pounce on her. So it's, 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 it's a defining moment. Soon as the demons went to pounce on her, a huge bright light just, just, just illuminated the whole, whole area. You know, darkness can't be around light. By the time the light went away, the demons was like, okay, what happened and where'd she go? Then it showed on the other side of town, the saints was praying for her. And they gave the angels power to amass great light to stop the demons. See, there's stuff going on. And so what we say, what we speak, what we pray, the sound and the atmosphere we create moves what's going to assist our lives, right? And see, so we know we operate this way because think about, well, I will talk about this a lot, voice recognition. 26 syllables, 40 voice patterns. That's how they, that's how they design, whether it's your phone. Right now, the phones are accurate. You can speak into your phone and it'll type out everything you're saying. You know, in your notes, uh, Word has a program now where you can just hit the speaker and you can speak the whole thing, right? What, what, so so how, how is this computer typing what I'm saying? It's, it's voice recognition, sound. Sound moves it. And, and based on the 26 syllables, ABCs, based on the 40 voice patterns, it picks up what ours is and it, it translates it, the sound moves and triggers keys to start to type out stuff within a computer. So you're moving a computer. Do you know you can speak to your car and start it now? How is that happening? Sound. We're catching up to Genesis 1. That's already happened in Genesis 1. We're catching up to it, right? And so, so we, we let Joshua 1, um, you guys, Joshua 6, 1 through 14, just write down the scripture for the sake of time, right? So you had the children of Israel, they, they were, you know, they were in Egypt, they was in bondage, and they come out. And so they, they ran, remember, they, it was an 11-day journey, but they were wandering 40 years in the wilderness, for an 11-day journey. Like some of us, we were running, running around 40 years when it's an 11-day journey, right? So God finally says, so they finally start listening to God. God says, go to the mountain. The goal was never to go to the mountain. Just like sometimes God tells you to go somewhere, he's trying to go, he's telling you to go somewhere to see something. So he tells them to go to the mountain. When they go to the mountain, they could see Jericho. That was the promised land. So, so now it's time to go to Jericho, but Jericho was occupied with all the enemy. So so God tells them, Joshua, this is what I want y'all to do. I want y'all to circle the city seven times, right? You're just praising me seven times. He says, then on the seventh time, I want y'all to shout, take the trumpets, the, the ram's horns, play the trumpet, play the sound. The walls are going to cave and y'all going to take over. So think about what was happening on the other side of the wall. Everybody had already heard about the signs and wonders that God had did in Egypt. They heard about the children of Israel, the prophecies of the children of Israel coming to take over. The children of Israel are not, no, no, you know, where they had the little rocks, the little rocks they would, you know, put in the, the slings, and they weren't doing that. They weren't doing arrows. They just walking around the city. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And you got to imagine on the other side of the wall, fear. They're intimidated. The children of Israel glorifying their God. They hear the sound of God. Then when they, by the time they played the trumpet and the walls crumbled, they didn't just see the children of Israel. They saw God show up. 
sound crumbled the walls of Jericho. And the sound didn't come from God. It came from the children of God. They breathed into that horn. They spoke worship, and the walls crumbled. Remember Paul and Silas and them in the jail? They worshiped, and the whole jail shook. Chains started to fall because of sound. That's how powerful worship and creating a sound that connects to the frequency of God. It changes things. It moves things. Jehoshaphat and them, they're in a situation, they got, a, they, they got armies coming at them. Second uh, uh, Chronicles 20. Jehoshaphat said, well, I can't do nothing with these kings. Tell you what, call a solemn assembly, call all the people together. We're going to get on our face and worship. They said, while they were worshiping, God sent ambushments to the other, to, to the kings. When they showed up, everybody had ran and left all their riches. It took them three days to gather all the riches. But how did they win? Through creating a sound of worship. So we run from worship. We get around worship. We skip worship. Like, like we skip speaking the things of God. Do you understand? That creates power. Sound is... Uh, let's listen. David played the harp and drove out an evil spirit from, from Saul. He had an evil spirit. Called David, he played the harp, and the spirit left. Couldn't handle the sound. That's why we have confessions and things that we speak, because we're snared by the words of our mouth, because we absorb sound. You know, when some people call themselves trying to stop smoking, um, they have nicotine patches. So the patch goes where? In their mouth? in their nose. They just put it on their arm or something. What's happening there? They're absorbing stuff. So do you think if somebody's playing an instrument, nothing is being absorbed? So I have a friend, uh, his name is Dwight Bailey, give Dwight props. He was the uh, uh, music minister at the last church we were at. So I interviewed Dwight. And, and we just talking, and we talking about music and stuff. He said, he said, Keith, I can tell what every one of my band members are going through all the time. I said, how do you know? He said, because based on what they're going through is the chords that they play. He said, you could pick it up in the chords. See, but well, how are you picking it up in the chords? They're not speaking. See, there's sound in all of our bodies. When we absorb things, if you have a major argument, that argument creates an atmosphere of sound, right? You're absorbing that sound. And if you don't do nothing with that, you carry that with you where you go. Now you start to play or you start to sing or what? What you absorb comes out of you. What you absorb comes out of you. See, we absorb stuff all the time. So we just, when we go, I just listen to the beat. Well, what they're absorbing is being flushed through what they're playing. Especially what they're blowing into, what they're singing into. If God breathed the breath of life in us, people are breathing into the mic. What's in them is what you're breathing in. People express the sounds that they absorb. And see, so there, there are spiritual forces, so there's good. See, good and evil require sound to live, so they're looking Good requires sound to live. Evil requires sound to live. 
right? And, 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 and the thing is, the peace of God requires worship. You know, peace of God can't live in, in confusion, in evil sound. So you can't absorb evil sound and expect the peace of God to show up, right? All right, so, so, so I'm going to close with this angle here, and then we'll get into some other stuff where I'll kind of break down the keys and the frequencies and the effects of that um, maybe in the upcoming weeks. Um, but we want to keep ourselves in the atmosphere of God's sound. That's all it's about. It's just keeping our atmosphere. So, so, so here, and I'll take my time with this just in case you want to write it down, but words are sounds resting in a place of recognition. Words are sounds resting in a place of recognition to draw us into understanding. So words are sounds. They rest in a place of recognition, but they draw us into understanding. Words are sounds that rest in a place of recognition, but they draw us uh, into understanding. So that's why people can pick up pitch. It draws them in, right? Right? Harmony draws you in, right? Agreement. You know, uh, melody, right? All these things draw you in, right? Because they communicate a message. You know, the thing is, I don't have my phone with me, but even uh, melody is where people find a place of agreement. You know, they might find a, okay, hey, play that melody again. So they know where to, to jump in. They know where to harmonize with you. You know what I'm saying? Now keep playing it, and they're trying to find their piece or their part within the melody so they can, so they can harmonize with you, right? And so, so, so this is what sound does. Uh, we're going to end with this scripture today, Romans 10. And we're going to... Uh, verses 18 and 19. Romans 10, verses 18 and 19. It says, but I say, have they not heard? Now, again, hearing has something to do with sound, right? It says, yes, verily, their sound went into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. Through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about unto, uh, let's say, Elycrium, well, whatever that says, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. So look, so, so again, what he's saying is, now this is 18 and 19 is after he said, uh, uh, the word is nigh thee, even in thy heart and even in thy mouth. It says that word of faith that we preach in verse 8. Then he goes on and says that uh, if you uh, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, God's raising from the dead, Romans 9 and 10. It says, but how can they hear sound without a preacher? How can he preach except he be sent? Right? Right? So, so the, you know, that goes all the way down, I believe, verse 14 or 15. And then go, here he says, when they went out, their sound went throughout the earth. So, again... You have God, God's breathing in a sound, right? So we can breathe sound into people's lives. Do you understand? If you have the right words, how it, it encourages people, how it makes people feel. If you ever sat around somebody, you was talking to them, and it's like, oh, my God, like, 
I don't know, something about what you're saying is really impacting my life, right? Because God is breathing some, some sound in you and you're bringing, you're triggering the sound in, you, in them. You're stirring up the gifts that's in them. But if you're taking in negativity and you're absorbing uh, uh, perversion and corruption all the time in sound, how can you speak life in people? And so you're trying to speak to your kids, but you're speaking out of fear because you've been absorbing fear, right? You're speaking out of anger because you've been absorbing anger. You're speaking out of frustration because you've been absorbing frustration. But if you're absorbing the the things of God, then you're going to speak the words of God that's designed to move on the words that's in them. We'll we'll get into this down the road, but frequency effects can affect water. Sound affects water. You could could take your system and put it near water, the water start jumping. Well, guess what? We're made up of 80% water. And so, as Alex was talking about earlier, people in the secular uh, cultures and, and some of these religious cultures, because some, some people be, you know, they want to do tribal music and stuff like that. Everybody understands that they can control and influence you. So now you tell yourself you're doing this because it's what you like to do, but they've just shifted your whole mind because you're made of 80% water. So, so sound is not something you can play with. We'll talk about this in the future. Like, Lucifer's job was the arch, archangel of worship. That was his job when he was Lucifer. When he fell, he fell and he took a third of the worshipers with him, right? So he was the master mixer of music. So if he had any tool he would use, his best tool, what do you think it is? It's music. And then, do you think the music is going to sound terrible? So, because we listen to music based on, we think it's based on if it sounds good or not. Duh. You think Satan's music? Somebody told me, well, I know you don't like that kind of music. That's not true. That music is not best for me. I lived for that kind of music. So obviously, I liked it. And I didn't just like it, I loved it. You know what I'm saying? So, but I understand, I, I, everything I studied, I had, to, I had to go through all this study for me to realize, okay, God, uncle, you know, like I, I had to give it up, right? I had to give it up because the master mixer was mixing my life. That was his job. All the demons that came with him, that was their job. And so we play with these things. I, I saw a kid, he was a Christian. He was listening to uh, a Led Zeppelin. I don't know the specific song, but the lyrics go, kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself, kill, kill yourself, kill yourself. By the end of that day, he tried to drink a bottle of bleach. This is a true story. He listened to that. We had a, what we would call, you know, if, a privileges. You would get privileges if you did good. So he had privileges. He was the best kid in the unit. He had privileges, so he got to use the stereo all to himself because he's the only person that was good. The whole day, he was listening to Led Zeppelin. Kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself, kill. And guess what? He tried to drink a bottle of bleach. See, you absorb things and you think it it, it doesn't have an influence on you. But it does. It's constantly telling you something. It's telling you, hey, uh, I don't care about nothing. I don't care about anything. Was, was, Was that a lazy song? Do you know how many kids flunked out of school during that time? You just need to do the stats. 
But what do they listen to all the time? Hey, I don't care about nothing. I don't care about anything. <laughs> it's telling you what to do. But no one's thinking this, right? So, so again, it's, it, I told you, you don't have to change nothing today if you don't want, unless God told you just now to change something, you might want to be obedient. But you don't have to change nothing today. Just get all the information. Now line the information up with the reality of your life. And as we talked about yesterday in Bible school, be honest, okay? Just be honest. That's all I'm asking. Be honest. Don't, don't, don't take it like something wrong with you because Pastor Keith shared this and you think that. Man, you grown. You have choice. But you normally make choices with all the information. That's the tough part. You, you, we challenge ourselves and say, well, I'm grown. If you really are grown and mature, you don't just make rash choices with limited information. If you call yourself grown, I'm even talking about the adults here. Normally you will get the information. And what type of mature adult runs from information? I want to find the information out just in case it's something I don't know. You know, I might not agree with this, but give me the information. When I had Muslims run up to me on different store, uh, corners and stuff. I didn't run. Like, give me the information. And when they gave me the information, they gave me enough information to, to, for me to, hold on, you forgot this. But I, had, I got their information. See, because I was solid in what I believed. So find out. It's in the Bible. Everything I'm giving you is scripture. Everything I'm, I'm going to give you the practical frequencies and stuff like that. I'm sure we might be able to find frequencies in the Bible. I haven't found them yet, all right? So besides that, let's drop your rocks. I'm going to mention frequencies. I'm going to mention all that stuff, right? Right? I'm going to mention pitch and things of that nature, but we're talking about sound effects because sound has an effect on our lives. And for some of our lives, it's weakening us. It's like Superman around kryptonite. And we keep saying, I wonder why I just don't feel like doing this. I can't do Why, why am I depressed? This, that, and the other. No one thinks the music they're listening to. We watched the guy. We went out with E. He was uh, on the corner. He's sitting on the bench. He had a, he had a boom box. This wasn't that long ago. This, this was like, was it two, three years ago? Uh, over up in, I think it was Concord or something. And he was playing all the oldies. I knew all the songs. You know, Break Up the Makeup, I Kinda Miss You. Uh, you know, he was just like, and he was, and he looked sad. He was just sitting there sad. But I told my wife, I said, babe, that was me. Like, like you, you want to relate to the song. Well, for whatever reason, you want to relate to the movie. Like for whatever reason. So he was playing all these songs and you could look, you, like you felt sorry just looking at him. But he, but, but, but I guarantee he just played it all the time. Don't get mad because I'm messing up your temptations or something. I'm not, I told you, just get all, <laughs> I know, I know y'all thinking, my girl. Like, I'm just, what I'm saying is, just get the information, all right? Get the information. I can tell you the song, I can tell you the artist, I can tell you when they left the group and went to the other group. So I, so I, I, I get it. I understand. Well, I can tell you when they became a producer after that. And then they start producing these other people. I can show you from the DeBarge the, the family how, how, how one of them was a part of Switch. One of them was on their own. I can tell you the Switch song, their, their top song was They'll Never Be. I played it like 30 times in a row when I first heard it. But the lead singer was one of the DeBarge brothers. So, I mean, that's how deep I was in the music. So, you see, all these things, 
I can tell you about Skip Mahoney and the Casuals. You probably never even heard of who they are. But I guarantee you listen to one of their songs on one of them Blue Mondays you was listening to. Black Ivory, y'all know who that is. But I guarantee you listen to one of their songs on one of them Blue Mondays. Right? You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, 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 so I'm not telling you because I never listen to music. I'm telling you, get the information so now you can navigate and make sure the adversary is not s- stealing something from you while he's soothing you, serenading you. Right? Because you summon what you serenade. You serenade the devil, that's what you summon. Serenade God, you're summoning the spirit. Holy Spirit. Let me just make sure I get that right. <laughs> all right, let's stand on your feet. That's, that's all for today.